What a show, what a show, what a crazy, 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 crazy show. Okay, what am I, what am I, why am I, welcome to the Harland Highway Podcast. Thank you for being here. Hello, everybody. I'm Harland Williams. I'm your host. What a show, stop it. Uh, amazing show today, you know, with all the back and forth with the, with the, uh, the, the nuclear summit between Kim Jong-un and President uh Trump, is it on? Is it off? What's happening? What are they going to do? We decided to take a call from Kim Jong-un himself. He's going to be calling in and telling us what the hell's going on between him and Trump and these meetings. So this will be an amazing conversation. Also, speaking of presidents, we're going to talk about something that the president does that needs to be fixed. There's something that happens that the world watches and it needs to be fixed. Okay. Also, we're going to be talking about uh, cars. There's a question of the day regarding your vehicle. There's something really stupid going on with cars that we need to talk about. And then lastly, a crazy news story where someone took a selfie and it cost them their life. And we're going to talk about the stupidity of people dying taking selfies. What is wrong with people? I mean, listening to this thing is as crazy as you want to get, because this is the Harland Highway. I have an announcement to make. You are about to go down the Harland Highway. Lock the door. I don't want to be a product of my environment. Shut up! I want my environment to be a product of me. You're riding down the Harlan Highway. So, who do I have to fuck to get off this phone? I get you off. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Ah, you're a cantaloupe. Shame, Big Daddy. That's why I'm a drunk. When I'm drunk, I can stand myself. Keep leaning on that tutor, Charlie, and you're gonna get a shot in the mouth. Act like a man! What's the matter with you? I wasn't really sure what was going on. You're listening to Harlan Williams. The rest is bullshit, and you know it. Hey, can I make a suggestion here, please? When the President and the First Lady come out of their airplane... Okay, have you ever seen them when they arrive? The doors of the the, the Air Force One, the president's private 747, the the doors open, and there's a guy there in a suit who comes out, and there's soldiers standing there saluting. It's all very regal and and formal and, and presidential and majestic. And they make this grandiose entrance and the, they walk out of the plane and they're standing up there on the platform waving and, and beaming and, and, and acknowledging their, their, their uh, constituents, acknowledging the American people, acknowledging the military. There's cameras rolling from all over the world. And they're well-dressed, they're well-groomed, their hair's all dapper, and they, they look very regal. They're representing uh, the most powerful country on planet Earth. And since we don't know of any other life forms in the universe 
Other than what's contained on earth, they are the most powerful beings in the universe next to God, if you think about it. I just realized that. That's pretty profound. And so here they are, da-da-da-da, presenting to the world the most powerful people on the planet. And they walk out on the platform, they stand there, and then they proceed to walk down the clunkiest, meddliest, awkwardest, most haphazard, dangerous, steep, long set of stairs I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen this? And then, you know, the the president's grabbing the railing and he's like praying he doesn't stumble down, what is it, about 80 feet to the bottom? And then the first lady, even worse, she's got her beautiful uh, high heel shoes on in most cases, and she's like hanging on for dear life like she's rock climbing or she's on in the front car of a roller coaster. And they just look so, like, scared. It's so precarious. It's like watching a tightrope walker go across Niagara Falls. It's just like, it's like, are they going to make it? Oh, oh, she wobbled. I just saw her ankle wobble. Oh, my God, he just about stung. He almost took a misstep. I mean, most of our presidents are elderly, okay? They're, they're, they're northwards of 65, 70 years old. Walking downstairs is never good for seniors, okay? As much as we don't like to think of our presidents as seniors, that most of them are. I don't even like my my dad walking down like 12 carpeted stairs in his his gated uh, elderly community. I I, I, I get knots in my stomach. And here's, here's, uh, you know, the president of the United States, whoever it may be, Clinton or Bush or Obama or Trump, whoever it is, I'm just waiting for it. I I think there's footage on YouTube of, of President Gerald Ford who did fall down the steps coming off the airplane. And, uh, and like I said, for, for the women, it's, it's even more of a, 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 an obstacle course. You ever seen a woman on a sidewalk trying to walk, uh, walk over a sewer grate with her heels? She's got a tiptoe. She's the, the sewer grates just want to eat her shoes alive. And so every airport, these, these, uh, president and, and the first lady go to, they roll up this giant long staircase made of made out of metal, clunky like metal. Which, if they do fall, it's gonna it's not gonna be uh, it's not gonna be pretty. It's gonna be painful. And I'm thinking, with all the money we have on uh, in in this country, with all the money we spend on ridiculous things and we waste, you know. Do you think maybe just just for cosmetic appearances, I'd be willing to have it come out of my tax dollars. It's it's a little bit of an extravagance, but how hard is it for every major airport to have a special set of presidential stairs with a little moving escalator on it? So that when our when our regal president and the first lady step off the airplane, they get on the platform and they just glide to the ground, almost like Jesus walking across the Sea of Galilee. Just an otherworldly float, like they're hovering down. It's like it's like aliens that have blessed us to be on, on the terrestrial plane with us. 
Almost like they're beaming down. They just they just seamlessly walk out of this giant blue aircraft, wave to the crowd, and slowly float to the ground, elegantly waving and smiling and acknowledging the, the citizens of planet Earth. And then they gently get you know, hit the ground and just step off. Instead of watching this horror show where it raises my blood pressure and I'm I'm biting my nails. I break out into a sweat. I'm crossing my legs. I don't know why I cross my legs. My toes are curled up. My teeth are chattering. You know, my heart starts palpitating. I'm like, oh, my God. Are they going to make it down the stairs? Oh, cry. Oh, she wobbled. Oh, my God. Oh, oh he teetered. He te- oh, my God. They're only down four steps, and I think I'm, I'm having a heart attack. I mean, come on, man. Don't we want our our presidents, whoever they may be, Democrat or Republican, to look good? And and in, in this in this age we live in of electronics, I mean, I mean, man, we've we've got uh, we've got escalators that go from the uh, the ticketing center down to the the baggage claim at the airport. I've seen escalators in in malls in the ghetto. I've seen escalators. At the Motel 6, I've seen escalator. You know, come on, man. How beautiful would it be to just roll up the the the, the matching blue? It could be the it could be the Air Force One escalator. Could have the logo on the side of the President of the United States. It rolls up. It's already there. When they walk out, they just slide down. And we don't have to. Uh, we don't have to d- d- deal with uh, taking blood pressure pills to watch our representatives arrive. It just looks ridiculous, man. So let's uh, let's get on that. That's just my opening suggestion for today's podcast. Let's get our presidents and whoever they are, because somebody's always got to say whether it's Democrat or Republic. I don't care. That's what I hate about today's climate. You can say anything, and someone listening should go, oh, you just want to give Trump an escalator. You love Trump. It's like, no. I said presidents. It's just you can't talk about anything these days without people going ape shit. That's ridiculous. Uh, so let's get on it. Let's, let's get the uh, presidential uh, escalator going. And uh, let's let's smooth out the arrival of the universes next to God, most powerful entities. Boom. Second floor, hardware, children's wear, ladies' lingerie. Oh, good morning, Mr. Tyler. Going down. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes. Mr. Tyler. Uh-huh. Um, well, listen, uh, speaking of wood, um, uh, has anyone noticed this when you're buying a new car? Okay? A car that's made out of metal and fiberglass and uh, aluminum and, uh, you know, all these modern, uh, you know, man-made materials. And, and then you go to the car dealership, 
or your friends uh, show you their new car, and the car dealer's like, and how about a wood grain panel? How about the glove box looks like honey maple walnut? Um, how about the little armrest here? We've we've got it embedded with uh, uh, Norwegian pine, uh, finely glazed uh, Vermont maple uh, dashboard. You know, and you get in your friend's car. And you go, oh yeah, look at this man, power seats. I got like. Uh, you know, a uh, great stereo system. I got a leather a steering wheel. I got power steering, power brakes. I know. Dude, check out. Oh, my God. Check out the beechwood nut, chestnut fucking uh, 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 front panel here, man. And look at this side of your doors. You see the side of your doors right on your door handle? Guess what? Birch bark, bro. Yeah, birch bark. I I could make a canoe with my fucking door handles, bro. It's like what what's with the wood in the car? It just feels kind of weird. But it's like it's one of those things like when you go into someone's house, oh, we have granite countertops. Oh, it's all granite. Our sink and our Oh, everything's granite. We've got granite in our kitchen and we've got wood in our car. I mean, does it get, I mean, who are we? Someone bring me some caviar and a bottle of champagne. We have granite countertops and wood wood paneling in our car. It just kind of doesn't fit. And when you look at it, it, it's like, you know, they love to show the grain of the wood. It's not even like a smooth wood. It's like, look at the grain. It's like, okay, it's a car. Cars are not made out of wood. Okay, you know it's made out of wood? Covered wagons. When the pioneers crossed the, the Great Plains and the mountain ranges. Before the automobile was even invented. That's when vehicles were wood, okay? I mean, if I want a wood vehicle, I'll, I'll go to Ikea and get a bunch of bookshelves and form a car. I'll put, I'll put together a car with an Allen wrench. I'll call it, I won't call it a Kia. I'll call it an Ikea. Okay, what, why is everyone so obsessed with wood in their car? And then on top of that, it's not even real wood. It's like a fabricated fake wood. Okay, look, dude. Okay, I've got like scotch pine on my dashboard, right? But here's the kicker, bro. It's not even real. It's like fake Oh, so it's like wallpaper wood? No, man, it's not wallpaper wood, bro. It's like it's like real wood, right? Okay. But it's fake. Okay, so it's real fake wood. No, bro, you're missing the point. It's wood, you know, I mean, who cares? It just it doesn't it's kind of weird and outdated and and uh it's kind of odd. You know, why don't you put something more modern in there? Yeah, I've got kryptonite on my dashboard, man. Yeah, from the planet Krypton. You see that green glowing stuff, bro? That's kryptonite. Yeah, I've got like velvet. I've got like a velvet dashboard, bro. Touch it. Isn't that soft? It's so sexual. I've got the most sexual dashboard ever. It's pure velvet and... 
I've got in the back, um, I've got my back seats are um, green shag carpet. Yeah, three-inch shag carpet from the 70s. Unbelievable. Like, I don't know. If it's just about textures, okay, but wood doesn't really make sense to me. So there you go. Just just thinking out loud. Um, maybe that's the Harland Highway question of the day. Why do we need wood in our metal cars? Yeah, that's, that's official. Roger, let's make that. I know it's on the back end, but that's official. Why? Why? Make it the, just make it the Harland Highway question of the day. Thank you. The Harland Highway question of the day. And speaking of questions, uh, what, what the heck's going on with the North Korea uh, summit? The talks with, with uh, Trump and, uh, and, and Kim Jong-un. Uh, are they going to happen? Aren't they going to happen? They're on again. They're off again. It, it, it's, it looks like it might, and then it's, it's not. And then Trump's uh, sending letters saying it's not. And then it looks like it might. And so just to cut through all the confusion, uh, apparently Kim Jong-un is a huge fan of the Harland highway. And we thought, why the heck not like reach out to him and just like go right to the source. And ask Kim Jong-un what the hell's going on and if these talks or, 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 or whatever is going on in his head about denuclearization or anything like that, why don't we just talk to him? So, Roger, do we have North Korea on the line? We do. Okay, great. Okay, here we go, gang. We are, uh, we are about to talk to uh, the mysterious leader of, of North Korea, uh, here we go. Kim Jong-un. Uh, hello, uh, Mr. Un? Oh, you gotta pronounce it properly, man. Uh, uh, uh yes, I, I, I said Mr. Un? No, oh my God. What's the matter with you, man? It's pronounced Un. Excuse me? You, you American, you pronounce my name wrong. It's not Un. It's Un. Um... Okay, uh, Kim Jong. Uh. There you go. Now you got it. Holy frock! What the hell the matter with you? Well, I I don't know. I'm not Korean. I don't uh, know the. Uh, hello, North Korean. We don't say Korean, okay? Well, why not? Uh, because there's a difference, funny guy. Okay, there's North Korean and a South Korean. We don't just say uh, we're not the gender neutral like you people in the United States. Okay, um... You got it? It's North Korean, not just Korean. You, you say Korean, you mix it all around. What's the matter with you? Okay, jeez, you're a little testy today. Well, what you want me to be? I got, uh, you know, 45 nuclear bomb. I got the red button here. Uh, you say the wrong thing. I fucking uh, turn you into a fucking mushroom crowd. You, you'll turn me into a mushroom cloud. You heard me there, Pinky Tuscadero. Pinky Tuscadero? Yeah, that's right. I watch American TV. I know. Pinky Pinky Tuscadero was a, was a character from Happy Days in, like, the 70s. Oh, yeah. Try trick the... Try kick Kim Jong... I'm not trying to trick you, but that's a very old reference. Yeah, right. Nice try there, Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. 
Yeah, you don't think I watch uh, 16 a Candle, the movie coming out? 16 Candle, Pretty in Prank? Uh, you don't think I know about the Maury Ringwall? Okay, again, those are old movies. Oh, nice to try, a funny guy. Maury Ringwall, she a hot piece of freckled ass. Excuse me, sir? You heard me. Uh, she a hot piece of a freckled ass. Molly Ringwald is not a hot piece of freckled ass, sir. She's a, she's an actress. Yeah, she all white and freckly. Holy fuck. Look like, uh, you know, maybe someone uh, dropped Molly Ringwald in a chocolate chip machine. Chips ahoy. Sir. Chips ahoy, sailor. Sir, you don't say chips ahoy, sailor, about Molly Ringwald. And you don't tell me what to do. I'm Kim Jong Un. So here I go. Chips ahoy, Sarah. Sir? Maury Ringwald, is that you? Sir! Chips ahoy, Sarah. Sir, you don't say chips ahoy to Molly Ringwald because she's covered in freckles. Yeah, well, how about I say fuck you on a seven fucking pound uh, hamburger bun? S- sir, can we get to the cut to the chase? Okay, Sarah. Sir. Don't you raise your voice at me. I got a red button here, funny guy. I'm, I turn you into a big bowl of mushroom cloud soup all of a sudden. Mushroom cloud soup. Yeah, that's right. You ever had it? It's really hot. It's really spicy. And it's all fucking puffy like Maury Ringwald's uh, freckled ass cheeks. Sir, would you get off of Mer- Molly Ringwald, please? Oh, get off of her? I've never even been on her, but boy, oh boy, sound really good. Sir! Why you off with me? Well, don't get mad at me. What I was calling about the whole, the, 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 the talks with Donald Trump. Oh, on again, off again, on again, off again. Kind of like your wife, huh? Sir! Yeah, I bet your wife get on again, off again, all night wrong. On again, off again, all like all over the place. Sir, first of all, I'm not married, and my wife doesn't get on again, off again, all night long. Yeah, well, that's not what they tell me down at the, the lawn bowling club. The lawn bowling club? Yeah, that's right. And guess who a member at my lawn bowling club, funny guy? Who? Maury Ringwall. Molly Ringwald does not. She's not a member of your long bowling club. Yeah, you know, you a member of Funny Guy? What? Your fat fucking face, that's what. Sir, can we. What is going on with the peace talks? Well, let me tell it to you in a song. In a song? Yeah. Okay. I'd like to buy the world of coke in perfect harmony. I'd like to buy the world of coke in perfect harmony. Everybody, I'd like to... Sir, stop it! To buy the world of... Cut it out! I don't like the way you scream at me, funny guy. Maybe I, uh, you know, maybe I send uh, Captain Maury Ringwald to your house and she shake, shake, shake all night long and spray freckle all over your face. Sir, you can't shake freckles off your skin. 
Well, if Murray Ringwald starts shaking like a wet dog, I think all those freckles are going to fly off and land all over you, and you're going to walk around the town, and we're going to go, hey, look at that fucking Murray Ringwald fuckface. All fucking speckled off, Murray Ringwald fuckface. Would you stop? What is going on with the peace talks? God. Well, I told you, they on again and they off again. Okay. And guess what else on again, off again? Sir? Your fat fucking wife. I don't have a... W- Look, if you're not going to say anything that makes any sense, I'm going to end this call. Oh, you don't tell me what you're going to end, funny face, okay? I got red fucking button here, okay? I press this button, and guess what? Cleveland, Ohio, turn into a big bowl of French onion soup. How about that? Cleveland, Ohio. That's right. I got one. I got a mushroom cloud bomb pointed right at Cleveland. Okay, why Cl- Cleveland of all places? Because that's where Maury Ringwald was born, funny face. Sir, if you can... Oh, I got you. Oh, I got you really good. So good that all the people in your town or village probably call you fuckface McFatfuckins. No one calls me Fatface McFatfuckins. What is wrong with you? So, you want to know about the priest talk, right? Yes, finally. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Maybe it on again. Maybe that's the way Kim Jong is feeling right now. So you're feeling like you're going you're gonna to do the peace talks again? Maybe. I not say yes, and I not say no. But I say maybe, and sometimes that good enough. Sometimes that all you need. If no doesn't work and yes doesn't work, in the middle you got maybe, and maybe sometimes maybe gonna work. Maybe sometime get you all the way home when you can. Don't think you're gonna go the distance. You can go not yes or not no, but then maybe, and then you in the middle. And sir, you are rambling. Can you stop? Maybe I could stop, or maybe I keep going, sir. Don't you, you raise your voice at me, funny boy. I got a red button here. I go press this button, and I go launch my fucking giant missile right to the sky, and they're going to land all over your fat fucking face, and it's going to turn your face into cream of asparagus fucking mushroom crowd soup. What is with you and the soup? I don't know. I write soup. Sir! Are we going to see you denuclearize the Korean Peninsula or not? Hey, what you say about my peninsula? I said, are you going to denuclearize your peninsula? Hey, what do you know about my peninsula, funny guy? Sir, wait a minute. Yeah, oh, I see which way you like to roll. Oh, you like to talk about Kim Jong-un peninsula, huh? Wait a minute, what are you inferring? I think maybe somebody likes the boys. What? I don't like the boys. I said peninsula. Uh-huh. Kim Jong-un, hear what you say. You want to see Kim Jong-un's peninsula, funny guy? Sir, if, if, you're, if you're implying what I think you're implying... Maybe me and you, we go roll up some sleeping bags and we climb up Brokeback Mountain. And in the middle of the night, under the moon, you can look at Kim Jong-un's peninsula. Huh? 
I'm not even going to acknowledge that. I, You are testing my patience. Now, this is probably, they say, and I'm sorry, sir, but they say in the media that you are a madman. And Who say? Who say I'm a madman? You tell me right now. You give me name and number and address, and I press this red button, and I said, Bob. I said, Bob, right up there, fat fucking thingy. What is a thingy? You know, the, the thingy uh, on, no, on the left side of your ass cheek or on the right side, but in the middle. In the middle? Yeah, the, 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 the thingy. It, it almost looked like a red button. Are you talking about... You know, the little... I sent a bomb up that thingy in the middle. Are you talking about someone's butthole? Oh, there you go. Now you put the mystery together, Nancy Drew. I'm not Nancy Drew. Oh, maybe you're the hardy boy then, huh? Maybe since you like to go up the broke back a mountain, maybe you're the hardy boy. I'm not the hardy boy. What is wrong with you? I'll tell you what's wrong with me, funny guy. I'm Kim Jong-un, and I am the ruler of North Korea, and nobody pushing me around. Nobody tell me they want to have a peace treaty. Nobody tell me to denuclearize my peninsula, and nobody order me around. I'm A number one boss. I wear a t-shirt that say, I kick ass. You wear a t-shirt that says, I kick ass. You better believe it, bubblegum balls. Bubblegum balls? You heard me. So nobody, I mean nobody gonna push me around. Not a president of Trump, not a president of Carter, not a president of Clinton, not a president of Bush. Nobody, not even president of Kentucky Fried Chicken. What? President of Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yeah, you know the guy with the beard, the colonel? The colonel? Yeah, the colonel president of Kentucky Fried Chicken. The... Colonel Saunders is not a president. He's a, he's a spokesperson for... He's the brand of a, a fried chicken thing. Yeah, I see his picture on the side of Mount Rushmore, funny guy. Fr fr Mount Rushmore? Yeah, I look at... I see uh, Teddy Roosevelt. I see George Washington. I see Colonel Saunders. I see Abe Rankin. No, no. The, 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 Colonel Saunders is not on Mount Rushmore. Mush oh, you almost said mushroom, didn't you? Because you know I'm going to send a mushroom crowd straight up your red button in your pinky winky. You know, this is just ridiculous. You are a madman. Nothing is making sense. Colonel Saunders on Mount Rushmore? That's right. You like it crispy or you like it spicy, funny guy? Okay, I'm done. This is just annoying the living fuck out of me. Oh, I'll tell you what's going to annoy the fuck out of you when Maury Ringwald's standing on the bend of your bed with a banjo singing fucking uh, Billy Joel song. Molly Ringwald standing on the end of my bed with a banjo singing Molly Ring singing Billy Joel songs. That's right. Oh, pray me song. I'm the piano man. You got us doing all right. Sir? Oh, we're all in a mood for Maury Ringwald, and you got freckles all over your fucking fat, pudgy fucking fat red fucking face. Sir, goodbye. Fuck you, home slice. Holy f wow. Roger, that guy is nuts.
fuck you, home slice? What is, what is his obsession with Molly Ringwald? I, wow. I, I mean, I get it now. I get it why they say he's a madman. That, 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 to think that this guy has his finger on, on a nuclear button. Now I, I understand more than ever how dangerous this guy is off his freaking rocker, man. People want to call Trump crazy? How about this guy? Molly Ringwald, Mushroom Soup, Billy Joel. Uh, who knows? I can't even remember what this nut said. Holy shit. Let, let's move on. Since we're on the theme of crazy, can we just can we just get to some good old-fashioned homegrown crazy and, and do a... What a... That was unbelievable. Let, let's do a crazy news story of our own and at least try and bring this back down to planet Earth. Oh, my God. Molly Ringwald's freckled ass flaps. Good God. The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. Okay. Let's, let's, let's do it. Speaking of crazy... Kim Jong is not the only crazy on the planet. A lot of us here at home are just as crazy, if not more crazy. Here's the headline, and you just shake your head. You wonder when people will learn. Here's the headline. Injured bear fatally mauls man who attempted to take a selfie with it. What the hell is wrong? You and you be... These people obsessed with selfies. Now, before I get into this story, just like last week, there was uh, some footage on the news of a family that were on safari driving around in Africa, and the mother, the father, and the mother holding a baby in her arms got out of a freaking car to go and get selfies with some wild cheetahs that were there. And naturally, the cheetahs being uh, predators turned on the family and started stalking them. And the footage shows these people desperately running back to their car, the cheetahs closing in. And, you know, if the car had been any further away, luckily they made it, but they would have been eaten alive. And I'm sure the baby would have gone first. So people are just idiots. But let's get into this story. A man in India was mauled to death. Okay, this guy died by an injured bear after attempting to take a selfie with the animal. Forest Department officials said that the man was attacked by the bear in the eastern Indian state of Odshai last week. So, note to you campers, stay the hell out of Odeshine. Although warned not to approach the bear by his fellow campers, Prabhuba Bahatra, Prabhuba Bahatra, I mean, even yelling for help, that name, you just don't hear the, run, Prabhuba! Run! Prahuba even sounds like, wasn't that the name of the bear in the Jungle Book? Prahuba? Or Baluba or something? Apparently, poor Prahuba Bahatra, 
got too close to the bear, which chased and fatally mauled him. Pahuba, who was traveling back from a wedding, died on the spot, the forest ranger said. A stray dog attacked the bear while it was mauling Bahatra, but was unable to save him. Well, that's a pretty brave stray dog. I mean, usually dogs are attached to an owner, and the dog will, like, you know, go nuts if you go near the... But outside of the owner, it's rare that a dog would just stick up for a human. Normally, they're like, I don't know you. Screw you. Go get eaten by a bear, dude. I don't know you. Wait, is that is that Prahuba Bahatra? Hold on. Hey, oh, my God. Prahuba Bahatra is getting attacked by a bear. Isn't it interesting how, but just a little side note, how this is a human being that none of us would ever have known about for eternity in our lifetimes, okay? Some guy in a remote part of India in the middle of nowhere that we never would have known his name, we wouldn't have known that he was a sperm cell, we wouldn't have known he existed, and now here we are talking about this human being and I hate to say it, but I'm joking about it a little bit, but it is crazy because at the end of it, a guy got eaten, killed by a bear. So I'm, I'm sad about it, but I'm trying to make light of it to a degree. But here's this guy that, that he would have come and gone and none of us would have even known he existed on in the universe. And now at least he's been commemorated a little bit because we're talking about Pahabra Butra. You know, just get those bare necessities, those simple bare necessities. No, no, I'm not going to go there. That's Jungle Book. Um, but uh, so here we are talking about a guy we never would have known. Um, and, and, and you got to ask yourself, you know, wh- why would you be dumb enough to g- go take a selfie with a bear? I mean, even a bear in a cage makes me worried. If you, there's also footage online if you want to see it. Go to YouTube and type in panda bear grabs grabs man who gets too close to cage. There's a there's video footage of a guy, the lovable little gooey doughy-eyed panda bear that everyone loves. You should see this thing. There's this this Asian guy gets too close to the cage. I think he's doing a selfie or something. And this cuddly little panda bear that we all love reaches through and grabs this guy violently and pulls him through the bars of the cage halfway. And he's chewing on his arm and his jacket. And I mean, man, nature is not your friend, okay? Stop thinking that, that nature is cuddly and, 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 and your little buddy and that you should take pictures every chance you get. Are you nuts? I'm one to speak. I've been I've been charged at by a few critters in my day. But I wasn't taunting them. I wasn't trying to uh, get selfies with them. Um, the attack took place on Wednesday evening. After twank- tranquilizing the bear, officials were able to recover Bahatra's body. Ooh, what does that mean? Does that mean that the, the, the bear ate part of him? Or was the bear just like... Standing over him, eating him or something. Yikes. A number of selfie-related deaths have occurred in recent years, many of which were in India. The paper there reports that a youth 
was killed when he tried to take a selfie with a wild elephant last year. Another story, someone was trampled to death by an elephant when he attempted to take a selfie with the animal. So here you go, man. Note to self, like... What what is the end game? You know what, what what's the upside to taking a selfie with a wild animal? You know your small circle of friends. What, how many friends do most of us have? Five, ten, twenty-five. Maybe if we're really popular, we have forty friends. Let's let's just say you have forty friends. Okay, forty friends get to see you standing with a bear. 40 of your friends probably don't, you know, half of them, 18 of your friends probably don't even know what a bear is. You know, 25 of your friends probably don't give a crap. And 49 of your friends probably think you're a retard for standing in front of a wild bear. So there's no real upside, man. It's not like you won the Stanley Cup or the Super Bowl and you're going to, your your name's going to be engraved on a wall on this day. Bouchardi Babingbong stood beside a wild bear. But put this in the history books. But unfortunately, what did get you more notoriety and more notice got you international fame for four seconds, and you'll never know it because you're dead, idiot. You got mauled by the bear that you were hoping would would make uh, 40 of your friends get all fired up. And instead, you paid the price for your life, and now half the world knows what an idiot you were. So there's no real upside, really, to taking a picture with a wild animal. It just it can't really turn out well. So note to yourselves, you know, if you need to get a, a picture with a wild animal, how about a robin, a sparrow? Oh, look, there's a squirrel. Hey, it's been raining. There's some worms on the ground. Let's get a picture with the worms. They're wild. Hey, what's that? A hummingbird? Click. Ooh. Hey, guys, look at my selfie. A a wild hummingbird, the, the size of a spool of thread. Yep, that's me right there in front of it. Hey, a crow. Whoops, a daisy. Oh, what's that? A seagull? Click. Aren't I a courageous guy? Click seagull. I mean, come on, man. So there you go. There's there's your crazy news story. Don't be an idiot. Stay the hell away from wild animals and get your selfie on with a freaking gopher or something. I rest my case and rest in peace, Badundar Badindadonger. Whatever the hell your name is. So we'll leave it there. We'll leave the show in memory of Badindabar to Badindababar. And, uh, and let's, uh, let's tidy things up here with a few announcements. What do we, what do we got going on, man? Uh, just to let you know, I will be doing some stand-up comedy up in Canada. Yes, sir. I'll be in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba. At a club called Rumors Comedy Club. That'll be uh, June 14, 15, and 16. What a treat. Uh, great club. Going to be, be going home and performing for my, 
my my country people. If you don't know, I was born and raised in Canada, so those are those are my country people, my original country people. And uh, I'm excited to go back. So if you're if you're out west, western Canada or central Canada, wherever Manitoba lies, they say it's the west, but it's I think it's right in the middle, sort of. Winnipeg rumors, uh, June 14, 15, and 16. And then the following month in Cleveland, Ohio, isn't that where Molly Ringwald's from? <laughs> uh, July 12, 13, and 14. I'll be at uh, Hilarities in, in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Amazing club, great club. All these uh, dates can be found on, uh, on my uh, website, harlandwilliams.com. You can pre-order your tickets. And then on July 24th, this will be fun. I'll be on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon talking about stuff. Who knows what? (coughs) But we'll we'll have a good time with Jimmy. This will be my second time on The Tonight Show. So that's uh, Tuesday, July 24th. Uh, Also, while you're at the website, harlanwilliams.com, don't forget you can write to me. You can uh, leave me a, an email. We have a contact link there. Or if you'd rather leave me a voicemail, I'm at 323-739-4330. Takes about seven or eight rings before the uh, answering service picks up, so don't get discouraged. 323-739-4330. And uh, if, you want, uh, if you have something to say and you want to leave me a message, go for it, man. I love hearing from you. I might put your voicemail on the show how about that you knucklehead um also while you're at harlowilliams.com check out our store we have a great store with all kinds of merch t-shirts and uh artwork and cds and movies and comedy specials and all that stuff uh don't forget our free app uh you can get the app on your app store on your cell phone just type in the harland highway boom you can listen to the show wherever you go. You can be gardening. You can be picking blueberries. You can be painting. You can be looking at the clouds. It's totally free. You get the 50 latest episodes totally free. And if you're addicted to the podcast and you want all the episodes, which is almost a 1,000, we're at 945. Can you believe this? Uh, you can get the whole collection for just $20 by joining our, um, our premium membership. Okay. And you can do that at the website. It's $20 a year. You get all the episodes. Plus every now and then when I have time, I throw in some bonus material and, uh, you get to hear that you and only you, or sometimes people will hear it, but later you guys get to hear it first before everyone else. So it's a good deal for 20 bucks. It's literally probably two years worth of entertainment. It would probably take you two years to listen to every episode. It's ridiculous. So there you go. And uh, and that's it, man. Uh, tell your friends to get on the Harland Highway. And, uh, and uh, you know, we want everyone to have some fun, have some laughs. And, uh, and there you go. That's all we got for today. Thank you so much for being here. And in honor of Kim Jong-un, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Oh, on again, off again, on again, off again. Kind of like your wife, huh?